You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. So Spocialato is one of my personal favorite local businesses. I originally met Beth uh, probably five or six years ago now, and I have been a big fan ever since. So I'm very excited to have her on today's podcast. So Beth, tell us a little bit about Spocialato and how you got started in it. Well, it's kind of a roundabout story. We started about 10 years ago. My husband and I had a hobby farm in Scott County, and we were raising fruits and vegetables and putting them in CSA boxes, a subscription program for a lot of families. And um, at one point, we were feeding about 30 families every week. And so I couldn't grow all of the things to fill these boxes. And so I developed this network of other local farmers that were growing really great things, and I would put their things in our boxes. And at about the same time, we were traveling real often to this one town in And there was this ice cream shop there that almost every night after dinner, we would walk to this ice cream shop. And for some reason, it was just the best stuff I ever ate. We kind of got to know the guy that owned it. And and I finally said, you know, half jokingly, how come your ice cream is so much better than any place else in the world? And he said, well, because it's not ice cream. It's gelato. Well, what is that? You know? And he explained it to me, but but one of the things that he mentioned was that it was made daily from fresh local ingredients. And I thought, well, I'm going to go home and try this, you know, because we have all these farmers we're already working with. So that's what I did. Made it in my home kitchen, took it to family events and potlucks and whoever would eat it, you know. And one too many people said, you should sell this. And that's how we started. So we got a vintage trailer, turned it into a food truck, bought a machine, made gelato on the food truck. The the first food truck. Wow. It was crazy. We would go to events and we would run out of flavors and somebody would come to the window and say "Ah," they wanted to get a scoop of chocolate. And we'd say, well, we're making it. We're going to, it'll be ready in a half an hour. And the same guy, we'd get so busy, he'd come back in a half an hour and we hadn't had time to make it. It was crazy, crazy. But then by the second year, we wanted to add to, and we wanted to add another truck. And we would have either had to put another machine on that second truck or use a commercial kitchen. So at that point, we built a commercial kitchen on the farm and then have continued growing since then. I did not know all of that history. (laughs) So that is impressive. So I'm kind of an accidental gelato maker. You know, I feel like there are a lot of accidental businesses in the wedding industry as a whole. Uh So I get that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the difference in gelato and ice cream. Well, there's two main differences. The recipe is a little different, and the ratio of milk and cream is different with gelato and American ice cream. So gelato has less fat, so it has more milk and less cream, where American ice cream has more cream and less milk. And then the second thing is it's made in a machine that spins at a much slower speed than when you're making ice cream, and so there's less air. That's why it tastes more dense, tastes like homemade ice cream. Okay. Yeah. So are you able to do like a vegan gelato in any way, shape, or form? Yeah. So for traditional 
gelato shops, their vegan option is a sorbet, which we do. Sorbets are typically made with just fruit, water, and sugar. And we started with making sorbets. But two or three years ago, we branched out into using almond milk as a base for some of our gelatos. And so we're able to be dairy-free and, and vegan with those almond milk bases. And so over the past three years, we have grown our repertoire of those almond milk kinds. And so a lot of our favorite spots flavors we're also making in almond milk base too. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I have personal favorite uh, flavors that I'm going to share, but tell us a little bit about some of your most popular flavors, just maybe in the store as a whole. So we, we are making new flavors every year. That's the fun part of this whole thing for me. Um, all of the recipes are mine and some are inspired by classic recipes, you know, that, that maybe are traditionally used as like a dessert, but if I can turn it into a gelato, I think that's, you know, just great fun. In fact, our one of our most popular flavors and one that people love is banana pudding. And that's based on my mother's banana pudding recipe. So that's a lot of fun for me. So in the stores, typically, cookies and cream is always the most popular. But it depends on the time of year. If it's fall, Salted caramel is a close wow, second. I hadn't even thought yeah. about the seasons changing the most popular but, flavor. You know, in the spring, I can't even give away salted caramel. It's so funny. Yeah. People like it in the fall, you know. Okay. So, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about the food trucks and the store. So how many food trucks do you have total now? Well, we have eight mobile units. Wow. Yeah. So we have trucks. We have a bicycle, which is just adorable. adorable. Yes. Yeah. We have a wagon. We have a couple mini bars that are used exclusively inside. You know, they look like our trucks. They're real cute, too. So all together, we can be in eight mobile places at one time. And okay. then we have six stores throughout Kentucky. So you say busy is what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. But so tell us the, the locations of your stores. So we have four in the Lexington area. We have Georgetown, Midway for sales and Frankfurt. And then we have two in the Louisville area, which are LaGrange and Shelbyville. Okay. And so when are we going to get one in Lexington? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't put that on my list of questions, <laughs> but I was going to slide that in there. Well, you never know where we might pop up. Honestly, every place we've opened has kind of dropped in our lap. You know, we've got a short list of towns and areas that we really like. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of keep our eyes open and ears open. And if something comes available in a spot that we that's on the short list, yep. then, you know, and we think it's the time to do it, we we will do it. So I'm there. I don't say never. Yep. But, I get that. But we haven't seen the right place yet. Okay. So are there any new stores on the horizon for this year? Again, never say never. But yeah. right now, no. Okay. Nothing's planned. Yeah. Okay. We are thrilled with the six that we have, and um, we've got some new things that we want to want to do and and promote in these because everyone is in a small town, mm -hmm. so that we be can become more active in the communities that we're already in. Absolutely, and I will say that even though you don't actually have a storefront here in Lexington, they are all relatively close. And I mean, I could probably get to some of the cities from my house easier than I can get to certain places in Lexington. Right. So. 
Yeah. Um, and I do go on a regular basis, uh-huh. sometimes a little bit more than others, depending on what flavors what there flavors. are. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite flavors, I do love banana pudding. It just, it hits different. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the strawberry sorbet. And then um, I had the blueberry sorbet. Um, that was one of those that um, I was at a private event and it was one of the options. That's the only reason I ever tried it. I don't like blueberries. And I don't know why I liked it, but it was fantastic. Wow. Good. Um, so anytime I see it on the menu now, I usually get it. And I don't know why it doesn't necessarily like taste like a blueberry per se. It's maybe like a sweet blueberry. Mm-hmm. Oreo is good or the cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. You like the lemon Oreo, don't the you? The lemon Oreo. Yeah. Let me tell you what. I made <laughs> probably eight or ten trips to Versailles <laughs> for that lemon Oreo because I it was all I could think about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but there are some flavors that are not as traditional or maybe you wouldn't necessarily see on a menu somewhere mm-hmm. that are fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, we kind of we kind of like to do gelato with a Kentucky twist. Yes. You know, not just traditionally uh, Italian flavors of gelato. And there's always um, a good amount of selections. There's something for everyone because I'm one of the pickiest eaters in the world. And sometimes I usually will get a, a scoop of two different flavors because, you know, you've got to try multiple. Mm-hmm. So um, so let's talk a little bit about having um, spots gelato at a wedding. Tell me if a bride is interested in having that, what is the process for that? So we do lots of weddings. We do lots of private events in general. We started the private event part of our business probably just a couple years after we had started. Um, We had more people that came to the window at the truck and asked us if we could come to a wedding or a party or Mm -hmm. a graduation or whatever. And we saw a real need for that. So the way it works is you pay for the truck to come. We typically stay an hour because we can serve 425 people in an hour. We're pretty quick. Even for your larger gatherings, you know, it, an hour usually does it. But we'll stay as long as you want. You get to choose four of our flavors. We send you a list of what's in production right then. Then we hang up a menu board with those on the sign, and your guests just come to the window and order. It's just like a caterer. You pay us, you know, a fee to be there. And then if you go over 100 guests, then you pay so much per guest after that. Otherwise, our minimum includes one hour of service for 100 guests. Okay. And so if a couple is interested in having the actual food truck there and not like the the small mini ones, what do they need to have on site for you? Well, we prefer if they have electric available to us, but we do, each of the trucks has a generator, so we can generate our own power. I always say it's not always the most quiet option, but we can certainly bring our own generator. And just a level area where we can park, that's it. Okay. You know, and we kind of, we get there about 15 minutes before we're going to serve. It only takes us just a couple, three minutes mm-hmm. to get set up, and then we slip right out afterwards. So a couple of the ways that you can incorporate um, spot gelato into the wedding. So in Kentucky, we obviously, June, July, August, some of those weddings can be 100 degrees if it's an outdoor ceremony. I don't want to say that out loud, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Is to actually have something for your guests when they arrive before they go sit down. Exactly. um, With a 
a bottle of water. And then there's also the cocktail hour. Mm -hmm. If you have had a meeting with me, you know that I recommend food of some sort during a cocktail hour. Well, and I always say I'm the best distraction. While you're getting your pictures finished up, nobody even misses you if they are having gelato. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, anytime there's gelato, it's a distraction for me. <laughs> and then obviously, you know, as more of a dessert, um, you could do that with the cake. Um, sometimes if couples are doing like the dessert bar, it's mm-hmm. a great way to incorporate it with, with the cake or on the dessert bar or with that. And then um, also as a late night snack. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of ways to really incorporate it in. Are there any other ways that you've seen it incorporated? Well, I, I, we've had a couple brides that have used it almost as um, if they didn't have a cake, they would use pretty glasses with gelato in them. They would do the whole where they put their arms yeah. around and okay. you know, feed each other gelato and, you know, in, in, in lieu of cake. Okay, so, that's fun. I haven't seen yeah. that. So that's really fun. Yeah. yeah. We are we are more than open to to anything a bride that might suggest. We also, some brides will have a bar truck or a specific cocktail that they're having for their reception. And we are open to the idea of them using, say, our strawberry sorbet in a Prosecco, call it a, a, you know, whatever they want to call it, you know, those sorts of things. We are very flexible, you know. That's such a good idea. Mm -hmm. Are there certain months that you see are the most popular that you do weddings with the gelato? Well, but summer is obviously, we do more weddings, yeah. but you'd be surprised how many fall weddings we do. September is probably our busiest month overall for events, and uh, both public and private events, mm-hmm. including weddings. I think that people like to be outside. They think it's not going to be as hot, hot in mm-hmm. September, you know, and, and it's beautiful. and The leaves start to turn, and, you know, Kentucky's a beautiful, beautiful place in the fall. 100%. There's a reason why it's the most popular. Uh-huh. So if a couple is interested in having spots gelato at their wedding, do you offer a tasting for them? What is the process for that? We do. So we, because we have stores, they can, they can visit the stores, see if they like our product mm-hmm. um, to begin with. And then if they're interested in booking with us, as soon as they have booked, we set up a personalized tasting for them if they wish. We have some people that book with us that already know what yeah. what four flavors they want, you know. Sometimes the tasting is not necessary, but if it is, we are happy to do that once they've booked. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when I'm working with couples and they mention that they want to have food trucks for their weddings, they, they ask a lot of questions. And that's a topic that I don't have a ton of experience with. I have a little bit. Um, so I usually reach out to Beth and I'm like, who do you recommend for this? What do you recommend for that? Um, because having food trucks on site for anything, I don't want to say it's challenging, but it's a little bit non-traditional. And I think vendors are still getting used to that and the requirements and expectations from food truck vendors and what they need. So if a couple is interested in having multiple food trucks for a wedding day, what are some of your thoughts on that? I think, you know, you serve as a great dessert option for that, but I know we have like pizza and barbecue those kinds of things. Do you have any advice when it comes to food trucks as a whole for a wedding day? Well, I've seen brides do it different ways. Um, a lot of brides will just have us. We're the only food truck and that's that's all they've got. But then there are some other brides that the whole thing is food truck. All of their all of their food is coming from trucks. I've seen brides do it very traditionally 
with a tent and seated tables and china and the whole nine yards. And then you just wander over and get your food from the truck and then you eat it under the tent. I've seen others that are more festival-like. You know, it's all, it's very easy to tailor it to the taste of the couple. You know, the best advice that I could give is work with a food truck that has some experience in doing a wedding or other private events, because doing a big public event is much different on a food truck Mm -hmm. than doing a private event where you, you're trying to offer another level of customer service, you know, and you're working within a time frame. So look for someone who's experienced with private events. Also look at your menu options. If you just have a pizza truck, is, is your guest list going to enjoy just pizza? Or maybe you have a pizza truck and you have a burger truck and you have a sandwich truck or, you know, you know your people better than anybody else. And so you can you can find trucks within your budget for most of the, the types of food that you would want to have. Barbecue is always easy, you know, and there's tons of barbecue trucks, but you may want to have a second option. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So... You have your storefronts. Um, tell us what your hours are for, like, summer hours for the stores. Sure. So our um, our hours change kind of throughout the year. Most of our employees are high school kids. So if you kind of go with the school calendar, during the time that school's in, we don't open until 4.30 after they get out of school and okay. give them time to get to the shops. So 4.30 through 9.00 every Tuesday through Friday, and then at 3 to 9 on Saturday and Sunday. And then once we get past Memorial Day, we're open six days a week, 12 to 9, closed on Mondays the whole the whole season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what are some festivals that you'll be at this year? Well, during a typical truck season, we do anywhere from 225 to 250 events. Oh, that just stressed me out. In a, what, 28-week season, I think. Okay. So, lots of places. (laughs) We, primarily, our trucks travel from Louisville to Lexington to the Cincinnati area. Okay. And we do lots of, lots of large-scale events. We also do local community events, Mm -hmm. too. So, and we have so many mobile units, you're bound to catch us out someplace. Awesome. Well, Beth, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm so excited for people that haven't tried Spots Delato to actually get to try it. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.